Hi, and a warm welcome to the Homepreneur Show. My name's Amanda Brown, business consultant and founder of the Homepreneur community. I'm here to help you overcome the challenges of running a home-based business. Whether you're just thinking of leaving the nine to five or you're a seasoned homepreneur, my aim is to provide you with guidance on productivity, focus, and motivation so you can maintain the perfect work-life balance. This year, I celebrate 20 years of working from my home office through both the ups and downs. You can discover the show notes, free courses and downloads at www.homepreneur.co. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to part two in this series about productivity hacks. So a few weeks ago, we had part one. Now, productivity hacks aren't fluffy. They're actually easy to implement tips that are going to save you time in your working day. And as a homepreneur, it's really easy to get sidetracked so that you're not being effective and efficient. So we've all heard that phrase, work smarter, not harder. And these hacks are there to help you. So I'm just going to run through very briefly the ones we covered in part one. So number one, start the week with a plan. Number two, start the day on the right note by putting down three important tasks that you must achieve during today. Number three is eat that frog, a term coined by Brian Tracy, where you're going to do the most important, urgent task first, even if you don't really want to do it. Number four is to minimise distractions wherever you're working. Number five is to get productive with your email. Don't dip in and out of your email. Do blocks of email responses so that you're not flicking backwards and forwards from one task to another. Number six is organise your files. That means your files and folders online and maybe your paper-based files. Number seven, mm, this is a tricky one. Avoid the social media rabbit hole. If you find yourself getting sucked into uh, sessions on social media that aren't productive, then you might want to install an app which stops you searching social media for a certain part of the day. Number eight is to use your brain efficiently, and that's by doing similar tasks at the same time. So maybe you've got a series of phone calls to make or maybe some writing to do. If you gather all those tasks together that require similar parts of the brain, you're going to be so much more effective. And finally, number nine, have a no meetings day at least once a week. This means you can get into a state of flow in your office and get all those bits of client work and admin done without any interruptions. So now we're going to move on to the next seven in this series. So number 10, this is a tricky one minimize procrastination. So if you're having trouble getting started with a task or have the tendency to procrastinate when it comes to a difficult activity, then 
seriously, you've just got to start. And I would begin anywhere in the project. It doesn't really matter because once you get started on a task, very often the rest of the task will follow. So, for example, I like to schedule my social media monthly. So, at the beginning of the month, I gather together what I'm going to share. Now, this is quite a big task because I'm actually trying to find new, fresh, interesting things to share. So I tend to put this task off. Once I get started on it, I'm all right. So blocking out time to minimize procrastination is a really good tip. If you are a perfectionist, then you may find that you procrastinate even more. Number 11 on the list is to stop trying to multitask. I've spoken about this a lot. Now, multitasking is actually a myth. Unless you're doing a routine task like the washing up, which only requires your subconscious, it's actually almost impossible to multitask. I'll put a link in the show notes to a blog post I've written on multitasking. So actually, multitasking is rapid switching from one activity to another. And that is very tiring on the brain and very exhausting in the day. It's just, it's just not something we, we sometimes show it off as a badge of honor. Oh, I'm really good at multitasking. Well, actually, what you're really good at is switching from one activity to another. I used to think that I was a great multitasker. I now realize that actually that's a negative, not a positive. Number 12, a little different, is to be prepared. At the end of the day, it's quite a good idea if you do what Mark Zuckerberg or Steve Jobs does, and that is to select your clothes for the next day. Well, they made it really, really easy for themselves because black was the order of the day. Black T-shirt, black trousers, that's what they wore. And that's what they still wear. So, uh, you know, really important that if you find yourself spending a lot of time deciding what you're going to wear, then uh, get yourself sorted and put out what you're going to wear the night before or wear the same thing every day. Half a dozen navy blue T-shirts or a few pairs of jeans if you work from home, that will do the job there. Number 13 I use an awful lot, and that is the Pomodoro technique. So if you have a project that's going to require a lot of concentration, it's really easy to get tired. So say I'm analysing data. So it's going to take me maybe three or four hours to do this project. So my trick is to use the Pomodoro technique. Now, this was invented by an Italian student who was studying for his PhD and he was struggling to write up his thesis. So what he did was he grabbed one of those tomato timers. You've seen them in the, in the shops. They're a tomato and they're an, an egg timer, mechanical thing, nothing digital here. And what he did was he set it for 25 minutes work with a five minute break. 
Now, I've adapted this to suit the length of time I like to work in one fell swoop. So I like to do 50 minutes work and then have a 10 minute break. But you can adapt it to however you like to work. So it's gamifying work. It's making it much easier to say, okay, I'm really tempted to go and walk around the garden or put in the washing, but actually I'm going to sit here until that bell goes off. Then I'm allowed my break. So I find that really useful. The other time sapping thing is number 14. (laughs) It's really frustrating when you can't remember those passwords. I like to use a password app. The one that I use is called LastPass and it's a password keeper. And instead of writing them down in a notebook, which isn't very secure, I save them in my LastPass app. And this saves you time for requesting and resetting passwords across all those numerous different applications that you might be using every day. So keep them all in a password keeper. Very easy to set up. So search for LastPass. That's one that I've been using. Number 15. We've come to number 15. And this one, well, it's delegate. So what routine tasks do you do that you are not an expert in, you don't like doing, or you're slow at? It may be a good idea to consider hiring a virtual assistant or an expert to do those tasks. Because if it's sapping your energy and sapping your time, it's not productive. So it's really important that you focus on revenue generating activities and leave those admin tasks to somebody else. So that's number 15 and that's to delegate. Number 16 is to streamline your financial recording. Long gone are the days of keeping a pile of receipts and sales invoices in a folder on the edge of your desk. We're all going online and apps and cloud-based software are just the right tools for your bookkeeping and your accounting. And ensure that they're the same products that your accountants are using. It's the same software because then they're accessing your records and there's no double effort. So I use Xero for my bookkeeping and to keep track of my expenses and my invoices, I use Receipt Bank and that's a really, really good tool. Okay, these are at a cost, but to be quite honest, the time I save, it's really worthwhile. Now, I used to do my financial recording monthly, which meant going into my bank account monthly, doing a bank reconciliation, and then finding all the receipts to match to my purchases. I actually found that it was much easier to do it quarterly and I saved an awful lot of time doing it quarterly alongside the VAT recording. So it's sometimes more productive to do things less frequently than more frequently. I reckon I saved myself probably an hour a month, something like that, by doing my accounts quarterly. 
and I try and gamify that too by getting them to the accountant before I get that reminder. Finally, in this episode, we'll have a lot coming up in the next episode. Uh, The last one is number 17, is to chunk down complex tasks. Now, what does that mean? This is particularly relevant when it comes to planning a new project or maybe a new marketing campaign. If, say, you're going to undertake some Facebook advertising, it's often a really good idea to think about the outcome, think about what you're trying to achieve, and then to work backwards. So say I want to find people to attend an event. What I will do is I will think about the event, think about the numbers of people I want to uh, attend that event and then work backwards through the marketing campaign and chunk it down into small tasks because it's much easier to say, right, I'm going to tackle that small task first of all. And then the next one, rather than thinking of it as I'm going to try and get 25 people to that event, that can be quite overwhelming. If you chunk it down into today, I'm going to invite five people and I'm going to identify those five people, maybe from my LinkedIn or my Facebook contacts. You are making that task much easier. So if you're going to start a new project, then Chunking it down into small components is a really good idea. So there we go. We have reached number 17 on the 25 productivity hacks list. I'll just go through the ones that we've added today. So number 10, minimize procrastination. Number 11 was stop trying to multitask. Number 12 was be prepared like a Boy Scout or Girl Guide. Get yourself ready the night before for the day ahead. Number 13, use the Pomodoro technique to ensure that you work in uh, manageable sprints and have a break in between. Number 14, use password apps such as LastPass. Number 15, delegate. Number 16 is to streamline your financial recording. And number 17 is to chunk down those complex tasks into smaller, achievable ones. So I hope you've enjoyed this part two of the 25 Productivity Hacks podcasts. Next time, I'm going to cover numbers 18 to 25. So I hope you have a very good week and I look forward to talking to you very soon. If you'd like to download all 25 hacks in advance, then hop over to the website, go to homepreneur.co forward slash productivity hyphen hacks. I look forward to next time. Take care.